everybody. Welcome to the Miss Kamei Show. I am your host, Miss Kamei, and I'm broadcasting live from the entertainment capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. And today I have one of the biggest Seattle superstars, one of the biggest Seattle showmen on my show today for an interview. We're here to talk about his campaign for the 37th district in Seattle. Welcome to the Miss Kamei Show, Ken. Welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me. Super excited to be on. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a great time. What a time to be alive. Yes, yes. You know, for those of you who don't know, um, uh, Ken and I, I, I call him Ken Love because that's how he's so renowned in the Seattle area. In addition to his government name, his full name, Shakundi Salisbury. Uh, I've known Kun for many, many years. Um, I think I came to know you from the infamous Virgo party about yeah. 11 years ago in Seattle. I was like, what? They're having a party for, for us, for Virgos? Really? <laughs> and I mean, you've been doing it strong 25 years in the making. Um, you are very well known in Seattle. You're an honored public servant with the city of Seattle since 1997. Uh, these are things about you that I never knew. I only knew you as as DJ Kun Love, you know, showing the city love, putting on for your city. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so impressed with, with your background once I started researching, you know, really who the man is behind the campaign, right? Um, you have a diverse perspective and creative approach to problem solving and community improvement, coupled with a record as an intergenerational team builder and ambassador, bridging gaps between and serving elders and youth. So talk about that a little bit, a little bit about, about your background. I've, I've also got some accolades, you know, the board positions that you've held, and we can get into that a little bit later. But, but emphasize that, because we, 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 we talk about Seattle. It's a beautiful city. It's in the evergreen state. We have youth, and then we have our elders. And a lot of times, there's this gap between those two generations. So talk to me about that. What what what's your you know take on that gap between the the, the generation? You know, um, I've just always been a servant leader my entire life and uh, serving this community. Um, and uh, so I've always had a sense of service, uh, which is why I named my nonprofit right Service is a Lifestyle. Uh, and I think one of the reasons I'm able to transcend. Uh, generations, uh, quite frankly, is, is, is one is, is, is through music, right? I've been a DJ all of these years. Uh, and, um, you know, I've always just stayed relevant, stayed on top of it, um, you know, and I've just been able to serve a variety of generations, right? An example of that is I did a, um, I did a uh, Garfield uh, this is before the COVID hit. I did the, the, the Tolo dance. I DJed the dance. And there was a person there that was, I think, 15 or 16. But I had actually DJed the dance uh, when they were in school, right? Okay. And this is like 20, 20, you know, years ago. They're like 35 or 30, whatever, right? And so I yeah. did, you know, and then I, but then I've also worked at events, you know, with the mom. Right? right. And so, you know, in that particular case, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with the grandma, the mom and the, the daughter, right, who's in high school now. And so I'm able and each one of those people has had their own experience with me via music. 
Uh, And then so so that's what's allowed me to, you know, build relationships and uh, really have a uh, authentic uh, tie to community. And then I'm able to um, expand across that because I'm a a credible messenger. I'm already a a known entity, you know, and so when things like the African-American Males Weekend or just anything that I'm particularly involved in, people, um, you know, automatically say, oh, okay, well, yeah, I know him, right? Yeah. And so that's yeah. what's been able uh, to, to allow me to transcend, you know, so many generations and be able to work with folks and uh, bridge those gaps. Yeah, um, like you were saying, you know, the, the Virgo party 25 years in the making, right? So we've Well, got- actually, yeah, this year, the, uh, this would be 29 years. Oh yeah, my we've God. been doing yeah. So I'm gonna do something. We're really trying to figure out how we can do something virtually, but you know, I just think that that's a crazy fact in in its own self that we've done yeah. an event in Seattle uh, for 29 years, uh, and it's been it's had a, a many iterations. You know, one year it was a barbecue, um, you know, with a couple hundred people. All right. the way to you know, Showbox Soto uh, yeah, with 2,000 people. You had it at uh, the Seattle Aquarium one year as well. Yeah, that was about 1,600 people there that year. You yeah. Know? But again, it's it's been all over the place. And, you know, um, I just like to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> From one fellow Virgo to the next, Virgos rule the world hashtag, right? <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, yeah. You are a past board president of the Southeast Youth and Family Services. Uh, you're also... Yeah. Uh, a board member of YMCA Camping Services, a board member of Real Change Homeless Empowerment Project, yeah. a board, board member with Mothers for Police Accountability, which is huge, huge right now. Um, so the fact that you have, have done that in the past um, really speaks volume uh, to your commitment and dedication uh, to the community. Um, let's go into this campaign that you're doing. You know, you, you've been the 37th District Executive Board uh, the 37th district representative to the King County Democrats and the Democratic State Convention. So this is nothing really new to you, right? This is just kind of an extension of what you've done in the past. Well, it is and it isn't, right? So you know, as you mentioned, I've been a political operative and a volunteer uh, in my community as a PCO, uh, precinct committee officer, for uh, several years now. Uh, and basically, that's a position. It is an elected position where you, you know, help get the vote out and uh, and get the word out about things and uh, just and engage your your particular precinct or neighborhood. Um, and so, yeah, I've been on the. I I would say that I've been on the cusp of, of uh, civic engagement for a long time. However, yeah. running an actual campaign as a candidate is, is an <laughs> entirely different, uh, you know, uh, operation, which nothing I'm learning like, about. Nothing like the Virgo party. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it is and it isn't, right? I mean, uh, obviously, you have to build buzz and get people excited. And, um, you know, uh, I think that, so yeah, so so it is kind of like a, an event where you're, you're, you know, you're definitely doing outreach, you're telling people about it, hey, election's coming up, I'm running for office, blah, 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 right? Yeah. However, one of the things that's very different um, is that, especially in our community, um, 
you know, we see value, the, the party, you, you see value in that. It's your birthday, you're coming out, you want to spend money for that. Um, you don't have a problem with that because you know exactly what you're getting. You know, it's in this great right. space or what have you. With right. politics, you're kind of making an investment in a, in a candidate because you feel as though that candidate represents your values and, uh, and stands for your community. However, there's no, you know, there's no direct, it's not like you get something right now, right? So you have to invest in this thing that this virtual thing, the promise of a better day, right? Yeah. And I would say that African-Americans, especially, um, you know, uh, all people of color, uh, you know, with America, the promises, you know, we've just had so many broken promises. It's very yeah. difficult for us as a community to invest in politics like that. So it's kind of a, these, I would say these are some of the hardest tickets I've ever sold. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because it's not an event. Right. And so, yeah, people, um, but that being said, I think that, you know, with the climate right now with everything around George Floyd uh, and people understanding the connection between um, uh, local elections and, and, and local policies, statewide policies and city uh, policies such as like the police contract and and other things like that uh, people are starting to make the connect the dots like well wait a minute we need to we need to invest in these local elections yeah and so that being said um you know it is it, it you know it's just a different animal you know but yeah. I, yeah most certainly I've been a volunteer and uh and drove traffic but now as a candidate uh it's an entirely different uh animal but uh but hey I'm up to the challenge Let's right. <laughs> you say that you are the best person to represent the 37th district. Um, you oh. see this as a natural progression as someone who's dedicated over three decades of service to the district and to the city. Um, you lived in the 37th district your whole life or your whole adult life. Yeah. Um, you're a homeowner, you're a business owner, uh, your children go to school in this district. Um, you are a lifelong advocate for the environment and you have a proven track record of enhancing green spaces. So talk to me a little bit about that. What, you say you're the best person for the job. I, be, I believe that. I know that because I personally know you. <laughs> and I've, right. seen, I've, I've seen how you have pulled the community together. I can say your, you know, every event of yours that I have attended over the years has been a celebration of life. People of all nationalities, of all ages, of all races have come together celebrating life. There have been, you know, no fights, no craziness, no drama, no madness. They're always dressed to impress events. I know when I go to one of your events, I, you know, everyone is going to be super fly. Uh, last year, uh, the, the, the New Year's Eve party that you had um, at the, the, the Doubletree Hotel, that was, yeah, that so, was I, I, I tra we traveled, uh, my, my fiance at the time, we traveled from Vegas, and we spent our New Year's in Seattle. <laughs> with, I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, of course, with many, many friends, but we knew what kind of event it was going to be, and we, that's why we traveled, that's why we went to the event, so we, we know you know, what kind of, of event, we know what kind of service we're going to get from you. So when it comes to you running for uh, this second seat, tell us how you're the best person for the job. 
Uh, well, you know what? I feel as though I'm the best person for the job because my uh, just the variety of my experiences here in the district as a volunteer and as just as a community ambassador. Uh, again, you know, credible messenger, the voice of authenticity, um, and 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 so I put in a lot of service around here. And what we really need right now is somebody who has their finger on the pulse of our community. Um, and, and can really bring folks together in a, in a credible way. People uh, feel as though the system doesn't care about us. And the death of George Floyd certainly represents that in the way that we've uh, been treated, uh, especially black and brown people in the 37th district. We've, yeah. uh, you know, we've consistently taken, you know, the loss. Yeah. And uh, whether it's through education, whether it's through home ownership, whether it's through police accountability, uh, we are consistently at the bottom, and uh, and I think that in the new normal, people want somebody that um, that really speaks for them in a credible way, uh, and, and that's really one of the reasons I'm the best candidate for this. Uh, you know, I'm most certainly qualified. I've I've worked at the city of Seattle for 23 years, where I've managed uh, you know a million plus budget for uh, a long time. Mm -hmm. You know, lots of staff. Um, I certainly influence. Um, and uh, contribute to city policies. And, and some of those would include like the food action plan. Um, our policies, our tree policies, viewpoint policies, I've contributed to many of those policies over the years. And so, uh, yeah, like I said, most certainly uh, as, a, as a candidate, I'm most definitely qualified. But I yeah. think that we need a little extra, um, you know, a little extra, of, of, of the essence of a person like me who has really spent their, their life in service to, to this community. Um, yeah. And I think that folks see that and they want that. Uh, and so that's one of the reasons I'm running is I just want to, like my tagline there says above my head, is really just true representation. Yes. Um, yes. You know, and, and like you said, I, I've been able to uh, build a broad, a broad, diverse, uh, 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 you know, number of people who've supported me over the years uh yeah. and i want to take that to olympia the other reason that uh that i'm running is that i've been working firsthand in our community uh in many areas whether it's environment whether it's youth whether it's gun violence whether it's police accountability um whether it's homelessness issues and what i've found um is that you know we really need to be able to drive resources to our community, to be able to uh, affect change in those areas in, in a right. real way. Uh, right. You know, currently, um, you know, the, quite frankly, there's been a lot of lip service, right? Uh, you know, while we most certainly enjoy many uh, progressive policies that, that sound good on paper, uh, and they sound good, you know, when they're being delivered to us, right. however, um, again, you know, our community seems to always get the you know, the short end of the stick right. in reality, right? right? And right, so, right. you know, that's one of the reasons I'm running and why I feel is though I'm the uh, best candidate for this position uh, because I can use my, you know, like I said, authentic uh, authenticity and, and credibility uh, and, and just knowledge of, of the on the ground in this district right, to be able right. to help uh, bring resources to our community to make change. Yeah, I want to take you back to a moment um, in the past when one of your very, very good friends was actually murdered in Seattle. And I remember, I don't remember the gentleman's name, but I do remember yourself, 
um, Jamar Jones, um, you know, this person, you, you know, you guys were very well known in the community. Again, you know, the popular events, the Virgo party, and you lost a very good friend of yours. Um, and as I understand, um, that murder is still unsolved, correct? Yeah, yeah, Tyrone Love, you know, he was murdered uh, 11 years ago uh, this past February on President's Day, 2009, um, you know, and he, yeah, he was very close to myself and uh, Jamar and some of the other promoters in town. He was an up and coming promoter, but more importantly, he was a, uh, you know, he was a credible messenger. He was a community ambassador, uh, much like myself. Uh, you know, he volunteered around the community. Um, he worked at the YMCA during for his day job. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I just kind of felt like he was a young, a young cut, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, with a lot of promise. And so, you know, for when we got the call that he had been murdered that, uh, that Monday after President's Day, it was just, uh, you know, it was shocking, you know, again, but, uh, and it just kind of, you know, spoke to, you know, just the, the overall problem of, of gun violence in our community and, uh, and murder in our community uh, and, and how we need to work to solve that in violence. Uh, so I've been working on violence reduction and youth violence reduction and gun responsibility for a long time. Um, and I, I want to continue to work on that in Olympia. Did that event, uh, you know, 11 years ago, did that kind of reveal to you the desperate need for true representation in in the city of Seattle did you know at back then did you kind of see this road to politics for yourself at all well you know what I, I never I didn't see in particular then that I would be doing this now <laughs> um but after that you know we did work to um to fight against the gang bill uh, that Governor Gregoire passed later that year, um, or that year in 2009. And um, um, so we worked on that. Um, you know, it, it really did speak to the fact that, that we're under-resourced in our community. Yes. yes. You know, and that until we really invest in our children in a real way, through uh, you know education and wraparound services and and invest in families, um, yeah. it's going to always be an issue until we go to some of the roots of the problem. Uh, and so you know that's a, another reason why I'm running for office now, uh, yeah. because I've seen um, you know I've just seen how we have so many organizations trying to you know kind of work on their own around these issues, right? Yeah. But you know, in addition to that grassroots and, and groundswell, you know, we really need to be able to to affect policies uh, and funding to, you know, drive resources to our uh, community or institutions, you know, and also be able to look at policies and the systematic racism uh, that's kind of baked into our system right. that uh, perpetuates the status quo. Yes, I, I work in the legal field and have uh, for 17 years. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I love seeing uh, the peaceful protests and I love seeing our communities, you know, really getting behind uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. 
and you know people really using their voice um, but being a legal professional and understanding uh, politics from a legal perspective the only way we are going to change policy is to draft proposed legislation and lobby that that is the only true as as your tagline is that is the only true <laughs> way to change the policies, to change, you know, to change laws um, for, for things to be different. And we definitely need individuals like you who understand that process and who will actually take action because that is the only way it is gonna change. We can, you know, be on social media, we can use our voice, we can speak, we can hashtag, we can do all those things, but the policy is not gonna change unless we've got proposed legislation that we actually push to get adopted into law. Um, and it's a very, yeah, I, very, very challenging process. Well, no, you're, I mean, you're completely right. And I think, like I said earlier, this is a time where people are really starting to connect those dots. And one of the places that, you know, I've been connecting the dots for people is that, so, you know, um, hashtag insert the name, but so many people have been uh, killed by the police and, uh, you know, one of the things that a lot of uh, young people, many young people in the community marching and upset and protesting and and all the like, and they say, well, you know, you shouldn't be able to kill somebody and, and be on administrative leave. Well, mm -hmm. that is the policy that they negotiated in their contract, right? right? right. And right. so, you know, um, that's the policy. And so, yeah, we right. can be upset about it now, but what we need to do is keep our eye you know, on the contract and then also in the policies that surround the contract and then also our elected officials who who negotiate away our rights and people are starting right. to connect those two dots and they say, well, wait a minute, you know, it's, you know, while, while we both certainly can be upset uh, because, you know, the, these officers, some of them who seem to have lost their moral compass, um, however, you know, they've negotiated these rights in their contract and, uh, and they, and I, I guess they would say that they're due their administrative leave. And, and so as a pragmatic person who actually, you know, I work for the city and, and I've been a represented employee, mm -hmm, part mm -hmm. of the union, um, mm -hmm. I most certainly could see that, which is why, you know, I'm trying to educate people around the fact that we really need to invest in local elections. We need to keep yeah. our eye on the contracts. We need to keep our eye on the policies. Yeah. And, you know, one of the problems with this, right, is that, and what I'm hoping to do in office here is, is, is really bring a, a, a way, a lens to kind of keep community engaged around this because honestly it's pretty boring you know you said you're in the yeah. legal form you know who wants to read you know this 12 page brief right about whatever <laughs> yeah right it, it's that, not that, that's actually really small 12 i'm thinking like 158 pages <laughs> yeah you know and, and it's just not exciting it's not sexy it's most certainly not a virgo party yeah. right but um <laughs> That's what's that's what's led us to to this right now is that we yeah. and this is a, an important moment in history where we have a chance right to really make change but we have to really keep the pressure on and we need to know how to pivot from you know from from protest to policy and right. if we can make that pivot and, and keep people engaged 
um, then, you know, I think we have a chance for real change. Um, yeah. And, and you know, because we've all been here before, most certainly, you know, yeah. a big portion of America has not been here before. Um, but, uh, you know, many communities of color have all been here before. We've all been yeah. mad. We've protested. We've done this yeah. or that. But this is a chance for us to really um, make change. And, yeah. and that's one of the reasons why I'm running. Yes. Yeah. We, we've got to look at those policies, like, like you said. Absolutely. So let's get to the exciting stuff. 37th District State Representative Seat 2. Shikundi right. Salisbury. True representation, right? True representation. You have to, I mean, I know, so, okay, back. Back on June 29th, I'm going to back up a little bit. Andrea Coppin, Coppin, is that how you pronounce Capain, it? Capain, yeah, Capain. 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 Uh, I don't live in Seattle anymore, so I don't know who the representatives are. <laughs> um, but she exited the race, and she actually endorsed you, okay? And yeah, she gave, that's great. Yeah, she gave her reason, you know, why she dropped out. I mean, I have my own opinion why she did. I, I think, in my opinion, she realized who she was up against and um, understood, understood. And this is so important, Kun. She, she really, I believe, you know, because anybody in politics knows you really have to be for the people, whoever you're serving. And, um, you know, to realize who you are and how deeply rooted in your community and in the 37th district that you are. I mean, who can, who can run against you? I don't know. But how did that make you feel? How, when she well, dropped out you the race and you, how, how did you feel? Like I read, I read the, you know, I read the, the article, um, the stranger and you were very humble in your response, but how, how you had to, that had to be like kind of an aha moment for you. What, how did it make you feel? Well, of course, it made me feel great, you know, any any time that, that, that somebody, I mean, because you got to re realize that, you know, um, Andrea had a lot invested in this campaign, and, and she had, a, you know, many supporters and endorsements as well, and to be able to um, rise above that and make that personal decision to suspend her campaign and support us um, really was, you know, like I said, it is pretty exciting. You know, but at the end of the day, I've always ran a high-level campaign. I never had anything to say bad about her or my other opponents. You know, it's not sure, that I, sure, I'm not sure. anti them. I'm just pro me. And, sure. um, you sure. know, yeah. And at the end of the day, I mean, I would say, you know, um, Andrea specifically, um, you know, I, I've researched her work and, and it's not as front-facing. As, as my work where, you know, I've always been this kind of community guy. I'm, right. I'm at the game, I'm, you know, I'm coaching, I'm an umpire, whatever, you know, and I'm just out here. You know, um, my understanding is that Andrea's worked for years behind the scenes, you know, over here, you know, at her organization, uh, Bird Bar, where they do, you know, they've got a food bank and they do uh, utility payment support for folks and just all types of wraparound services. So I would say that she has been working on our behalf. It, it, you know, it's just kind of been quiet. And so, yeah. you know, again, I think that uh, most certainly, you know, at least the, the, the top people in the race are um, most certainly capable and able uh, of doing this job and are, are all great candidates. Yes. Uh, I just feel as though I'm the best candidate, right, I mean, right. you know, and, and why wouldn't I think that, right? And so, yeah, I, I was very excited about it, and um, and I called and thanked her for that, um, 
you know, and she just kind of told me, she said, Hey, you know what? It's your time, you know? And, uh, and, and, you know, I, she's still interested in running for office one day, but she, she said, you know, it's your time and, and you, and you go ahead. Right. And, and yeah. I most, and I thought that that was really uh, gracious of her and I thanked her for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is your time. It definitely is your time for sure. Um, Let's talk about um, your endorsements. Um, you, I know earlier this week, I believe uh, you sat down with the Seattle Times editorial board seeking their yeah, endorsements. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, so how important are, are endorsements in a campaign? You know, for our audience members who are watching, you might be empowering somebody to, to get involved in politics and really get involved in their local community as we talk about, you know, uh, proposed legislation and policy. And, and what it really requires to, to create change. So how important important are endorsements? Well, I, th I think they're pretty important. I mean, obviously I want as many endorsements as I can get, you know, uh, and you know, if I don't get them, I don't, but if, and if I do, I'm most certainly happy about it, but we're running a real community campaign that's, that's based in, in the community of the 37th district. And so I've really been more focused on community, um, names and community leaders and folks who actually either, you know, live, work, and, uh, you know, or own a business in the district. Yeah. Uh, and to that end, um, you know, from my perspective, you know, I most certainly, like I said, I most certainly would like more uh, organizational um, endorsements, but I'm happy to have people like, you know, Ted Howard, the principal, former principal at Garfield High School. You know, yeah. I'm happy to have folks you know, like Yosh Ono, who is one of, owns one of the biggest construction companies in our district. Uh, all the, you know, many, many restaurants in our district, you know, business owners who who support my campaign. And, um, you know, so I'm really, uh, you know, faith leaders like uh, Reverend Willis and uh, 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 Reverend uh, Kelly Brown and uh, Paul Benz. And, you know, so there's many, you know, I've got people from every walk of life, whether it's, uh, you know, Tim Harris from Real Change, um, you know, Reverend uh, Rick from uh, Operation Nightwatch. So, and leaders in every top, every industry, um, or, or issue, if you will, uh, that's relevant to this campaign. I've got uh, people who live and or work in the district who are supporting this campaign. And so I, I'm going to be relying on community support because, and that's why my tagline is true representation. You know, I would say that many of the, uh, the organizational endorsements come from folks who, um, yeah, who don't live in the district, you know, and so, yeah. uh, the quite, yeah. you know, and so, and, and, and this time, and I think, you know, in the past, I think endorsements are very important and, and most certainly will sure. still be. However, in this election, I think people are starting to look at their candidates and they want to do their research on their own. And they're right. going to, they're not just going to blindly follow you know, this, uh, you know, just kind of vote down the line, you know, what right. have you. So we'll see, you know, but again, I, I think that, uh, you know, what we're going to focus on is getting the word out and uh, explaining to people that we have true uh, representation through community support. And, uh, and that's what's going to carry us to victory in November. Yes, yes, yes. I agree completely. 100% agree. Um, I think it's a very different approach uh, in politics. 
like you said, most people kind of just vote straight down the line. And um, it's time for a change. We definitely need, you know, uh, politicians who are representing their communities and being a voice for us because we have not had that for so, for so, so long. Right. Um, so let's talk about, I know um, you're hosting uh, weekly updates every week. Want to talk a little bit about um, your fundraising, how to donate, um, people sharing their support of you and your campaign, um, how people can host a house party with Shikundi. So we might not be, <laughs> we might not be having an event right now, but we can definitely have a, have a Zoom house party with you. Um, and, yeah. then also, and then also phone banking. So let's start with, um, like share, people sharing the support. Obviously social media is very powerful, right? And so uh, we want people to use the hashtag Shikundi 37th, hashtag Shikundi 37th yeah. with the yeah. TH on the bottom of it. So if you are gonna post anything um, for your support for uh, Shikundi and his campaign, definitely use that hashtag because we definitely wanna be able to, to follow that. And, and I would love to see it trending. I would love to see that hashtag <laughs> trending on, on any social media platform. Indeed. Um, so uh, for those of you who are watching on Facebook, on Twitter, um, please share a post. You can, you can go to uh, Shikundi's page on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, you can share a post of his, use that hashtag. You can also make a post of your own. Um, and again, use the hashtag, but you also want to know who's supporting you, right? You want to know who's sharing, um, your posts. So you actually have, um, somebody in your campaign. Um, I believe his name is Hart. Yeah. Yes. Um, so if you guys post anything on social media, we want you to take a, a screenshot of it and we want you to email it to Hart at Hart, H-A-R-T, at Shikundi.com. Again, heart, H-A-R-T, at shikundi.com. Send him your screenshots. Show him uh, and show Kun the support that you guys are giving them. We definitely want to see that. So talk to us um, a little bit about donations. Um, you and I had a brief conversation last week when I called you for, for my, well, for your pre-interview phone call. And I'll tell you guys, this is so funny. I, I hadn't, you know, done all of my political research on Kun. I just wanted to get him on the phone because I'd been trying to for a couple of weeks. I just wanted to talk to him and I have his phone number. Like I can call him directly. Right. <laughs> and he got on the phone and he was like, check this out, Miss Kamei, go to the website, read the website, do the re And I'm like, I will, I will. I promise. I promise. <laughs> so I want you to talk to us about donating. How can, uh, somebody donate to your campaign and talk a little bit about it. Like do the math. You know, last week we talked about the math. Um, and the amount of, of money that it costs to actually run a successful campaign. So talk to us a little bit about that. Very important. Yeah, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, the way our system is set up here is that, you know, politics, you, you really need money to run. Um, and again, so we're trying to run a community campaign and we're looking for folks to donate um, and, and really step out on that leap of faith. Uh, knowing that you're investing in a, in a candidate myself here that is going to carry your voice to Olympia uh, and be able to work on statewide uh, issues uh, that matter to you um, as, a, as, as a person uh, that's supporting the campaign. And so you know, most certainly we want people to be able to go to shikundi.com 
uh, and I'm sure it'll be in the link when folks can watch this, uh, but Shikundi, C-H-U-K-U-N-D-I.com. And just click on the donation button. Uh, again, it, it takes a lot of money. Uh, so we're looking at to really win a, a, a seat like this, you're looking at anywhere from 100, uh, really from 80 to $120,000. Um, you know, by the time you, you know, you line up staff or your mailings, you right. know, perhaps you might do a television commercial. Um, sure. Yeah, all those things cost to, to do and, and we most certainly need the money to be able to do them. Um, and uh, we need everyone's support. And like I said, um, you know, it, it's been a, it, it is a leap of faith that we're asking people, right? Because unlike the Virgo party tickets or whatever, you know, we've been involved in in the past, you, you had this known thing that you were getting uh, in, you know, directly and immediately, you know, or you knew when it was going to come to you. Right. Sure, but sure. in politics, you're basically, you know, investing in the fact that I'm carrying your voice and that, you know, we're going to be able to vote and drive policies and resources that affect our community. Yeah. You might not see that immediately today. Right. 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 Um, right. And, and so that's the key. Right. Is that we have to believe in the process and be able to work on this and we need the funds to be able to do it. So to that end. Uh, if you're supporting the campaign, uh, please, uh, you know, make a donation, even a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, a hundred dollars. It all um, adds it all up. And, yeah. Yeah. And then it also speaks to the community uh, traction that we have around our campaign. Right. right. Um, right. You know, we we most certainly. Uh, and so that's where a lot of people, especially. So that's one of the things, you know, especially I can talk about that. Um <laughs> In our, especially with COVID and, and affecting many of our, uh, many of the people that we know, at least that I know uh, here in Seattle, um, you know, they've been affected financially by COVID-19. Oh, yeah. um, oh, yeah. And folks just don't have the resources that they, you know, wish they had right now, uh, especially to give to a political campaign when you're trying to pay rent. Yeah. And so what happens is we have, you know, many people who want to give, but uh, they just wanted to do more. And so sure, in the absence sure. of being able to do more, they won't do anything. So they kind of think, <laughs> and say, oh, you know what, I'll just, you know, I'm going to save up. You know, I really want to give Kun's campaign $100, right? He deserves right. it. That's our guy, you know, right. rolling with him. But right. the fact of the matter is, the way your situation is set up right now, you're most likely not going to be able to to save that actual hundred to give, right? And so, right, you know, right. it's much more important for you just to give, you know, $25. Right. You know? But inside well, of those people, it's not me. They're feeling some kind of way. They say, well, Ken deserves more than that. I want to give him more. Yeah. Right. And I'm saying, well, break it up into installments. Yes, give yes. what you can today. Yes. We need you to give what you can today. Right. right to help the campaign and most certainly put something else on it as we move forward. Right. But we really right. need folks to give today because you know obviously I talked about the things you know that cost a lot of money to do, but um, just as important you know it puts a stake in the ground and it says right. you know to the world because you have to put your name and stuff in there around your donation. It says to the world that I am in fact standing with Shikundi on this election. Yes, and that's yes. what we need. Yes. 
$250 lets you mail to 150 voters, right? Actually, yeah, you know, I think that was a typo. We can mail to a lot more people than that for $250. Uh, okay. Um, okay. That's, that's even more... better. That's even better. Yeah. <laughs> $100, <laughs> just $100 helps pay for digital ads. Yeah. Right. Okay. And twenty-five dollars, a simple twenty-five dollars donation, and that—that that is a lot of money, as you said to some people. They can actually uh, make a donation this week, make a donation next week, the following week, to add up to twenty-five dollars. Twenty-five dollars gets five yard signs put in the ground. Yeah. With, yeah. With we most certainly need those. Yeah, with true representation posted all over it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. So how talk to us um, in closing. Um, like I mentioned that, you know, people can host a house party with you. Um, there's also phone banking um, that people can do. Um, if they're interested, they can also contact Hart at um, his email address uh, for these opportunities. But talk a little bit about the phone banking and then your house parties. Talk about that. Well, you know what? In the age of COVID, right? So, so you know, if we were running last year, we'd be out knocking on doors right now. We would be going door to door, uh, meeting people, uh, getting to meet the candidate, uh, hearing from community about their issues and what's important to them uh, in the district and beyond in, 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 in regards to also statewide uh, politics. But uh, we're unable to really knock on doors and engage people in a, in a, um, you know, in a physical way. Yeah. And so we're really dependent on uh, activities like these uh, house parties that folks have been doing, Zoom calls. Uh, most people, a lot of people are already having a Zoom call with their girlfriends or their guys, and it's like a wine. And, you know, I, you see that, uh, um, I believe it was Amazon or one of the streaming services just added a uh, thing where you can watch a movie together, right? So people are already interacting online. And so we most certainly need, uh, we just want to take advantage of that. And so we're asking people to host a, a virtual house party with your friends and really, and I could come on or, or, or somebody can come on from the campaign and really answer questions specific yeah. to, you know, uh, what, what you are particularly into, you know, so I've hosted, um, you know, house parties with, uh, with church groups, uh, house parties around childcare, house parties around education, I've got a house party with the brothers of uh, of uh, of um, Alpha Phi Alpha this Friday. Um, you know, I've hosted a couple of, of happy hours. I hosted a happy hour with uh, the brothers of, uh, of the Royal Esquire Club last Friday. And so, yeah, I've just uh, that's that's just the new effective way to get the word out about yeah. our campaign. And uh, it's almost. And also to hear from your constituents, what, what the community yeah, is, what they want. Yeah, exactly. To, to really be able to take that feedback, because I want to carry that to Olympia. Yeah. Uh, and then in terms of, you know, volunteerism, you know, one of the things that you hear sometimes is phone banking. And that's where we've got a list of numbers of uh, identified voters, people that um, have voted consistently in the past or not as consistently. Uh, and we are basically just kind of cold calling them and, and telling them about the campaign. And so, yeah. uh, you know, our volunteers, uh, we've got, you know, lots of volunteers, but we could always use more. Sure, uh, sure. And they're just using that list to, to just make phone calls on behalf of the campaign. And Anybody? so, uh, yeah, we need Go that. ahead. 
Well, no, I was just going to say that folks want to do that. Uh, we need you to do that. Um, again, as much uh, uh, as many contact points as that we can have with our, uh, you know, with folks and voters in the district here, it's going to be uh, imperative uh, as on our path to victory. And yeah. so, um, you know, the other part is that, you know, we'll call a couple of people maybe once or twice and perhaps three times. And so we can have, uh, you know, different folks calling a variety of folks and, you know, and it's just a, a real way that people can support the campaign and yes. work on the campaign from home. Yeah, yeah. Anybody that's interested in volunteering um, with the Shikundi campaign, if you're interested in phone banking, if you want to host a house party, um, if you have issues um, as a constituent that you want to share with Shikundi, reach out to Hart. How do you say his last name? Hart. Finger. Hufflefinger, that's a hard one for me, Hufflefinger. Email heart at heart, H-A-R-T, at shikundi.com. He can help you, uh, get you set up for phone baking. Um, he can also talk to you about hosting a house party. Can, can we get DJ Come Love at the house party on Zoom? Can we do that? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, uh, um, I'm actually working on an event now with... Uh, Tiffany Wilson and some other folks to uh, to pump up the campaign. So, you know, stay nice. tuned for that. Nice, nice. Let's talk about mail-in ballots um, in closing. So ballots are going to be mailed out uh, July 17th. 17. Uh, they will be mailed out and uh, they are due postmarked no later than August 4th, correct? That is right. Yes. So you guys in the 37th district in Seattle, be, you know, first of all, we need to make sure you're registered to vote. You can register to vote. It's very, very easy. You can do it online. I'm sure uh, Shikundi's uh, volunteer and team can actually help direct you if you just cannot find how to register to vote. Register to vote. Um, yeah, actually, sure you know what? People can go to herbvote, U-R-B-V-O-T-E dot org, herbvote dot org, and, uh, and you can register to vote there. Got it. Perfect. Register to vote. Look out for that that ballot that's going to come be mailed out. You should get it a couple of days after, but that's when they're being mailed out is July 17th. And make sure you get them in the mail postmark by August 4th. Those are the deadline, you guys. Um, in closing, Khan, um, I have so much love for you. Um, I I'm so proud of you for what you're doing. It, it takes uh, quite a lifetime king to run uh, for any position in politics. Um, right. <laughs> there, are, there are big players in politics and you know, the higher up you go um, in, in campaigns and, and representation, you know, the more challenging that it gets. So I, I applaud you, I applaud you. Um, I'm supporting you all the way here in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm definitely sharing uh, my message um, and my support of you with all of my family and all of my friends in Seattle. I want people to know how they could connect with you. I'm, I'm not gonna give them your phone number because that's only for special people like Ms. Kamei. <laughs> but how can, right. people, how can people connect with you? Where can they find you? How can they connect with you in your campaign? Well, you know what? Folks can just follow me on any social platform at C-H-U-K-U-N-D-I. Um, and just, you know, type search and I'm right there, Shikundi Salisbury. Um, and then, you know, like I said, I'm very uh, responsive. And then, you know, my email is shikundi at shikundi.com. 
So very easy to find and very responsive. And if they can't find you that way, just uh, Google the Virgo party and they'll find you there, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll find cut love. They'll find cut love there, right? <laughs> and so, you know, yeah, we would definitely want folks to find uh, Shikundi, right, <laughs> to get information about the campaign and, and how we're uh, moving forward. And if you like some historical perspective on how we how we've done it in the past, and yeah, they can most certainly uh, uh, Google that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such an honor to have you on the show today, Khan. Um, I love you so much. Best of luck to you Thank and your you. campaign. I will continue to support you here from Vegas. Um, and all of our Seattle family and friends are definitely, I know they're definitely behind you. So good luck to you. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, stay focused, keep your eye on the prize, um, and never look back. Never, never look back. I'm on <laughs> it. All right. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, you know, I love the exposure. And I love the support that you've, uh, you know, continued to show uh, when you were here and, and, and even out of town. Like you said, you came back for our New Year's Eve party, and you've just been a consistent uh, presence uh, around for, for years now, over a decade. And yes. uh, looking forward to the next decade. Thank yes. you. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, Khan. Have a fabulous day. We'll chat soon. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye.